Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, in with J. Will, who's feeling it right now. So I, are you, all right, so so let's explain for everybody before we get into stand up. I, I think you hold it. I can't sit down in these damn chairs. It's uncomfortable. We you are. Should've, you should've we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear on the Goodyear Hotline. So, Jay, I'll, I'll let you explain why you have a watermelon wrapped around your midsection. So, uh, you obviously have four girls. You have children. You have three. Uh, I am on the way to have my second child, and my wife, who rolls over every single night, uh, looks at me and always says, you don't know how it feels. You don't know how it feels. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Damn it, I want to see how it feels. Yeah. So I am here today with a 20-pound watermelon strapped to my, ch- to my stomach. I've had it on for 40 minutes thus far, and I got to tell you guys, um, I peed three times already. <laughs> People, unfortunately, have been getting crop dusted here at ESPN Studio. It just sits on my stomach. I had a muffin beforehand. I was like, probably should not have had a muffin. And JC, the guy who kind of runs the studio, was like, hey, Jay, have you, have you put on weight? And I was like, really? Really? Have you put on weight, comment? Really? Have you put on weight? Already. That's, yeah, that's hey, what I'm getting. Hey, you went with the jeans. You should have put on jeggings, man. You I should have put on the soft. I don't, how do yeah. I go to the bathroom with this thing on? It's just, it's all feel. It's all feel. So you're going through it right now. Uh, you're yeah, experiencing I'm just, I'm witnessing it. the beauty of being pregnant. I have not tried to lay down with this thing yet, his but back, I don't. How, how do you turn over in bed with this thing on? I don't know how. Even when I sit, everything is just like gingerly. Just don't bang it on the table. Well, I, I, You'll I, hit I the baby it on head. So many don't things hit. already. You'll hit the baby head about five times. I know. Kids. The only come thing out that up. you won't experience is the fact that the watermelon doesn't kick. Yeah, if it, it doesn't if it, move. Do, if it does. <laughs> We're all running away. We have problems, yes. But, but but that's the only thing probably you're not going to experience is that part of it. But I am sweating for no reason, though. Just <laughs> no reason. Just I've been sweating for 40 minutes. So we'll see if I can make it through the show today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we will we will we'll get you through it, though. Thanks. If you need anything, let me Thanks know. Thanks for the support. You, you, yeah, stay, was, uh, you stay sitting. Get, get us some ice chips. Hand me all my reads. Then we can get some ice chips <laughs> and push pops. <laughs> <laughs> he will practice his Kegels during the break. Oh, geez. We will go for I love you, Nikki. <laughs> so uh, who else is sweating in the NBA after the trade deadline has passed? Perhaps it's Danny Ainge. Maybe there are fans in Chicago that are pretty excited. And in Orlando, if you're Steve Clifford, you're looking at your roster going, who the hell am I going to play now as they tore up that, that roster? A lot of moves at the trade deadline yesterday. Uh, and most of them coming out of Orlando, and some teams improved, and some some teams, Jay, I guess we'd say meh, right? Like like it's just so going through it. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, the All Star, the one All Star on yeah, the Yeah, Chicago. Like, think about it. he had his Shawshank Ch- moment where he just like the rain yes. down on him. Like <laughs> I am free. He goes oh, to we, Chicago, and you put him now we have with everything Zach that Lori Marketing should have been mm. with Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, we still have Lori Marketing. Okay, okay. Yeah, you feeling? But at least we have Zach Levine and Vucevic together. That's a hell of a pick and pop, pick and roll combination. Like I'm glad to see Zach Levine play with somebody. Otto Porter has been injured. Okay, like I, I, I'm okay with those guys yeah, moving ben, on. Wendell, Cl- uh, Wendell Carter, Carter yep. yeah, Duke guy, guy love hurt, him, but hurt a lot. But hurt a lot. Just never really panned out. Now we have somebody who is durable who can play alongside. Now I've got to ask you about the price though because there's more to the price than just the two players we'll get to that but I'll just roll through it so Evan Fournier goes to the Celtics do not google his name and look at images trust me don't do it trust me yeah Uh, Victor Oladipo Oladipo 
ends up moving on to his third team in the season, and that is now to the Miami Heat, which is what he wanted. We'll discuss that, too, in a moment. Aaron Gordon, yet another Orlando Magic player on the move, goes to the Denver Nuggets in an interesting move, but also JaVale McGee ends up from Cleveland to the Nuggets as well, so they build up their front court. I love this move. Norman Powell. The Raptors move on from him, and he goes to Portland. Best move of the night. But I love that the Raptors got Gary Trent Jr. in return. We'll discuss that again some more. George Hill to the Sixers because it it wouldn't be a trade deadline without George Hill being (laughs) traded to someone. And Rajon Rondo goes to the Clippers back to L.A. as well. Is that the second best move of the night? Rondo, just giving a leader, somebody that can be a a floor general, take something off of Kawhi. On paper, it seems that way. Mm, on paper. I'm not sure personality-wise how that's going to mesh. It's going to be interesting to see him alongside Kawhi and PG with Ty Lue. I think Ty Lue has an extension for himself on the floor and Rondo. And Rondo hasn't played a lot this, this year, obviously, for the Hawks, uh, a team with Nate McMill and now their head coach. Bogdanovich has been playing a lot better. There wasn't a lot of time for him on the bench. Uh, but, I, I, look, he's playoff Rondo. That's what you wanted to see from yeah. him last year. In that time of year. Curious how he's going to mesh with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, those personalities are going to be a little different. different. So 44 different players were traded, the most uh, on any date in the last 30 seasons at the <sighs> trade deadline. We will have Jay's winners and losers. You okay? Yeah, just, yeah, right. just, just It's like whenever I move. You need just, a hug? Can we, can we get a, a Glade plug-in? <laughs> Please, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, it's happening over here in real time. A water it's happening melon. over here in real time. Show some respect. Right Sorry, glad, guys. I'm glad I'm uh, socially distant right now from you. But, but still, uh, uh, the one name though that did not move, Kyle Lowry. There was so much talk yeah. about Kyle Lowry and what a difference maker he seemed to be. Like the biggest name that could be on the move. A lot of teams were interested in him. But the price certainly just was way too high for him, as as uh, Brian Windhorst was reporting, that it would have taken not only for the Sixers to get him, two young players, Dybul, a really nice 3 and D player, um, also Maxi, the rookie, who shows you good offensive upside, but they wanted two first-round picks That's for a crazy. guy who's expiring contract, 35 crazy. years old. A rental. And he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And, and I feel like the Raptors, I feel like Masai Ujiri was basically trying to do what the Yankees did with Araldis Chapman. You remember when Araldis yes. Chapman was traded to yeah, the Cubs? Right they right wanted back. him to get win the right World back. Series. And you got Glaber freaking Torres back for him. And then he signs back with the Yankees in the ultimate move. I, thought, I think Masai, because knowing Masai over the years, He's really good. Like he He's tries to yes, he tries to finagle his way into a deal that you later go, what did I just give him? Like yeah. you don't even realize you're doing it. I asked him one time because he would trade with the Knicks and he would always get a first round pick. Yeah. And one time I saw him at the at the summer league and I was like, how many first round picks are you going to take from the Knicks? He goes, as many as they'll give me. Mm. You know that <laughs> that's really how you act. So yeah. he, I don't think they ever wanted to trade Kyle Lowry. He'll probably resign with the Raptors, finish his career there, which would be great. Yeah. But it never happened. He However, was a bargaining chip that you you push out in the middle of the table, right? And you say, oh, do you, do you think it's shiny enough? Yeah. Right. Do you want it? How much are you going to give me for Exactly. It? And you think not, Kyle was also like complicit? He was probably in the They too. work together. Yes. I mean, they're in the know. Yeah. Especially if I know yeah. I'm going to potentially come back here on the tail end. This is where I'm going to get my jersey retired. Yes. Let me help, you, yes. See, see, let me help but, you out. See, but I think he did himself a disservice because he had an opportunity to, to win another championship, put himself in rarefied air as being a two-time champion. But he can still do that next year. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. 
Yes. Yeah, but yeah, but that's if he's the going, whole point. Yeah, but if he's going back to to, to the Raptors, then what's the but point? But maybe he's happy. He's got his ring. He just wants to finish his career, right. and he thought maybe I could help. Man, the nobody loves nobody loves Canadian taxes. Well, he, well, he, well oh. he's actually down there the Tampa Raptors. Now, oh, so there's no <laughs> no state <laughs> income tax this year. Yes. That's a, a good thing. All right, so again, forty four players move. A lot of moves. The biggest name is the All Star and Vucevic. He goes to Chicago. Other moves were made. Big man, big man, Vucevic. Where's Big Perk when you need him? We need that drop right about now, but. Jay, let's because we always do this after trade deadlines. Mm-hmm. The teams that made moves, and you're like, "Whoa, that's a win!" And then teams that made a move, and you're like, "Ah, that's probably a loss." And teams that made no moves, and you think maybe that's a loss as well. So let's do some winners, Jay's winners and losers from the trade deadline. You ready? Yeah, let's okay. do it. All right, give it to me. First winner, I go to Miami Heat. We have no production. I go. It's fine. We we don't need production. We, we don't have we're production. Going. Well, we got a minute, so let's do it. <laughs> we're, we're going to Miami Heat. Um, look. I understand that Victor Oladipo, his value has been dropping. I've been hearing a lot of our experts talk about the fact that, hey, he hasn't been the same since his injury. His efficiency has gone down offensively. He's still not the same defender. But I like him alongside Jimmy Butler. I like the fact that the Miami Heat did not have to give up Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. We were talking about this yesterday, Alan. You and I were in an argument Lowry. which one are you going to give out for? You're going to give up Duncan or you're going to give up Tyler? They didn't have to give up any of that. Okay, to get a guy like Victor Oladipo. Then you sign in uh, LaMarcus Aldridge on the buyout market. I think that gives him sides. Look, I think that puts him – I think the Nets are in a tier by themselves. If they're fully healthy, I think they're different. I think think in that next tier, I think you got the 76ers. I think you got the Bucks. I think you got the Miami Heat now. The Miami Heat are there to play. I I agree. I like this move for them. I think they can extract a lot out of Victor Oladipo and him playing alongside. Look, they're always going to come down to that point guard spot. Goran Dragic, can he deliver? But I like that move for the Miami Heat. Okay. Chicago? I think Chicago's a winner. Yeah. I I think getting Vucevic, getting Wendell Carter. Now, I take off the list in the Eastern Conference? It's Vucevic. It's big Vucevic. There's a drop. I always struggle with this. There's a drop when you need it. Big Vucevic for Chicago. Look, I've been waiting for Zach Levine to have somebody that can carry the offensive load with him. Can carry it. These two together should combine for 50 points a night. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect pick-and-pop player for Zach Levine. I, 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 I like Kobe White. I like their youth in their backcourt. There's still some tradable assets. Does it, does it thrust them into the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference? No. But damn, it's a hell of a step. Okay. I think it's the, the right step. Okay. And Look, then, I feel you want to challenge me on that one. I'm, I feel like you're not sure. Uh, yeah, but, but because, because we don't have a lot of time, we're going to get back to this, well, though. We have but the whole four-hour show to talk we about. We definitely do, continue. and we certainly will continue this. Again, make it, some bro? other winners for Jay I'm sweating would be the Clippers <laughs> and Lou Williams going to Atlanta. And, of course, with that in mind. Well, the biggest winner is Magic City. Magic City. No Magic doubt. City. And for people who out there don't know what Magic City is, it's the one of the finer gentlemen's They have really good wings. We call it the Holy wings. called the Holy Moly. They call it the Lemon... Uh, pepper, the sweet Lou chicken wings. Yes, yeah. the sweet Lou. Uh, so there, there will be an infusion of capital mm. in the establishment mm. of Magic is, City. Is that where team meetings will be held? Going back down to Atlanta. <laughs> I, I do like this move for the Clippers, though, to a degree. And look, we talked about this: how will the personalities mesh? But Kyle Lowry would have been a knockout punch. Yes, for the Clippers, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind he would have been a knockout punch. But you do get somebody who has an extremely high basketball IQ, somebody who can lead, who can make the game easier. For that's the one thing yeah, that's been missing from the Clippers. Agree. Nobody makes the game easier for Kawhi and PG and their cast. Yes, so will, will Rondo help in that? We'll get to the losers that Jay believes uh, that happened at the trade deadline. 
uh, coming up in a little bit. But we start today with the NBA trade deadline. Start today is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed helps businesses hire great people fast. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. All right, so those are the big moves of the NBA trade deadline. The biggest move of NFL free agency <laughs> That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin. It's Barton Hahn in with J. Will. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. By visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. <laughs> Alan, do you listen to the weekend on the weekend? I mean, are you a weekend Pepsi, fan? Pepsi was the I'm first a time. Were you, were you a Super Bowl, like, halftime like performance I mean, I like fan? I Did you enjoy it? I, I caught it. I, I thought it was a good th- performance. I was more thotty body stuff, man. Like, they going to com- – uh, No, I see. I was all about the weekend, man. He we, just – you know why You know why I, I connect to the weekend, like, past life. But this yeah. is what it's – exactly. It's appealing to people like me because yeah. it sounds like 80s music that I grew up on, yeah. right? Yeah, Like, that's that's the whole I'd idea. Have, I'd rather have Bruno Mars than I – you know, I rock with Bruno Mars a little better, oh, yeah. better than okay. the weekend. They're in that same genre, right? Yeah, but Bruno Mars probably has more range. Yeah, speaking for the weekend, I mean, Bruno Mars – this rum is incredible. Got to yeah. All right, well, let's, you guys on that later. let's get the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So obviously they are excited in Dallas as Dak Prescott is back, and no one more excited than Mike McCarthy. He was he was talking to the media yesterday, and he he just basically said that how let's see a couple of things he talked about. Number one was the fact that he was so happy when he heard about Dak Prescott re-signing. That he, he wasn't was, at the press conference? He heard. Well, he heard. well, he heard because he was on vacation. And so when he was on vacation on a very, you know, on a nice place with probably a beach and sun, this is what he said. I was in Florida when the deal was, was finally completed. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier to do cartwheels on the sand. I'd say that. <laughs> Rich is having a hell of a visual over there right now. But uh, 
Yeah, no, I was I was obviously very excited. I, I think that you know he is definitely the keystone of, of moving forward uh, as a football team. So uh, I was I was very excited about that. And you know he was just finishing up his workout out on the field. You know as I walked in here, so he's you know he's he's making progress and he's on course. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited about year two of of the offense because you know frankly in a lot of ways we feel like we didn't really have get to have year one. Uh, so we're excited about what we can do this year with a healthy offense. Mike McCarthy doing cartwheels on the sand, not a visual yeah. <clears throat> that I really would want at this time in the morning. But he did say, though, he's, he's excited about year two and doesn't feel like he really had a year one. Yeah. So the offense was, was one of the top offenses before, the, before he was injured. After it, one of the worst in the league. Right. So clearly he's the linchpin to all of it. But, Bart, when it comes to the success of this team, is it all about Dak or is it more? No, I mean, because it's, it's all about the defense because they couldn't stop anybody. They couldn't fight their way out, out of a wet paper bag last year. <laughs> and you think about Mike Nolan, you know, I got a lot of respect for Mike Nolan, but I feel like the game has passed him by. Mm. You know, he was my, my coordinator in Baltimore. You know, he had a regrettable years in Atlanta as a coordinator. And um, bringing a guy in like Dan Quinn to kind of bring that Seattle Seahawks cover three type of defense, bringing Keanu Neal, an enforcer that they can have, playing that wheel linebacker, that in-the-box Ronnie Lott type of safety. He's going to give them a lot more security and being able to stop the run. They told Alden Smith he's not coming back. I anticipate that it may be another reunion because they're going to bring maybe Richard Sherman back and then draft Patrick Sertan, who balled out and showed what he was all about physically, legacy as well, show what he can do at his pro day at Alabama. He should be off the board at 10 to them. And I think now you start having the pieces that you can put a, a solid defense about. It doesn't have to be a great defense. You know, they just have to be able to get after the passer, not give up big plays. And with that type of offensive pro- productivity, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the opposing team to try and keep up. That's when you take chances. And that's when you always see Richard Sherman just stand over the top and looks like somebody throws a deep ball and it lands right in his hands. It looks like he's the receiver. It's because guys can't get double moves on cover three. So I think, you know, they, they, they're getting the personnel. They have great personnel. That's a problem. Like, you know, they have a pass rusher in Lawrence. They have they, talent, man. They had Randy Gregory if he can keep his nose clean, right? They're not going to bring Allen Smith back, who had five sacks, who showed that, you know, flashes of what he used to be. But after being off four years, they had to let him go. Jalen Smith and, and, and Vanderish are legitimate second-level second linebackers. When healthy, Vanderish, you know, can't, you know, his neck, his injury, I'm sure they're going to let Sean Lee go. So they, they have everything they need. Now it's about can we put this together and come together as a cohesive unit. Defense isn't always about talent. It's about effort and reckless abandon and being on a string with your teammates. I mean, offensively, they were one of the best offenses in the league last year when Dak Prescott was on the field. When he wasn't, they quickly transitioned to one of the worst, right? So after you said all these great things about the defense, it's not like their margin of improvement has to be that great to win the NFC East. I mean, let me remind people, the Washington football team won the division 7-9. and Right, under 500. (laughs) 7-9, and right? Right. So look, I I think if that defense is healthy, if they can retool it, they can get the pieces that you just talked about, they could be a double-digit winning team. Yeah, I I think it, it comes between, I think it comes this division is going to be between the Giants and the Cowboys. Do I think the Washington, Washington football team? Do I think the Washington football team is a good team? Yes, I'm just yeah. not sure that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the guy that can take them to that next level. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I love uh, Fitz Magic or Fitz Tragic. We'll see which one we we'll get this year. We'll see which one Yeah, we'll see what they do in the draft. But I think this is going to be a competitive division outside of the Eagles. I think the Eagles will be sitting there maybe at six and ten. You know, um, and you look at everybody else. I think they're going to be knocking each other off, and it's going to be what do they do within the division, and how do they perform outside the division, right? Because the head the heads are going to, I think, are going to be the differential um, piece. 
I know that Mike. I don't know what that Are last okay? word was, but I don't know. I'm something in my ear. I, like, huh? I don't. I, I don't know. Um, you know how you guys feel about it. It was just interesting for me. Maybe I'm reading too much into it because I know he was on vacation. Yeah. But when you have a quarterback like Dak Prescott that signs that kind of monumental deal, you yeah. want your coach Don't there? you just jump on a PJ, a G4, fly there, but you understand, be there. But in today's world, I, it's, but it's, we're Zoom it's, meeting everything. Every press the, conference is a Zoom. But, Alan, with the way that went down, and doesn't that make you read business. into that a little bit more? Okay, we have to go to break. I'm just saying. But I, yeah, It I, just makes me, that yeah. makes me wonder a little bit about just, what was going I, on. Yeah, I, I wouldn't read that because I just feel like, you know, again, he's in Florida, then he'd have to quarantine. Like, you oh, know, the Florida, to Texas to Florida, that's the two places you ain't got to do nothing. You don't have to quarantine. <laughs> you ain't got to do nothing. Let's have you seen break. spring break? I've seen the videos. <laughs> You watch those videos, don't you? Dallas, the favorites, win the <laughs> NFC East at plus Which 100. Ones? Washington is second, plus 300. Philly, 425. Giants, 475. So Giants, the least favored really? to win that division, yet we think differently. That was Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. All right, all but two Chicago franchises have won titles in the last 17 years. You know the two. Which one will break their drought first? That is next. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, ESPN, and the ESP, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I'll get it right. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. Are you ordering some ice chips? I just, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to, I keep moving around because I keep hitting this watermelon on the table. It's a 20 I pound? I my coffee twice. 20 pound watermelon? Why is If you hot, why the hell are you wits? drinking caffeine, man? I don't, because I'm That's trying, it's, it's part of my morning ritual, which doesn't help the gas. I got to be honest with you. It doesn't help the tummy. It's, oh, no, not, I know, it's not helping man. the co-host either, just throwing it out there. I thought she was over there beatboxing. There's a draft in here that keeps coming your way out. Can we I'm open so a sorry. window? <laughs> You're going to blame it on the East River, aren't you? <laughs> well, that's a completely different conversation. All right. David Kaplan joins us right now. Cap! He's co host of Cap and Jay Hood and ESPN 1000 in Chicago. And as we see the Bulls making their moves um, at the trade deadline, I guess that's, that's the first question. Is your reaction to the move of getting an all-star, giving up two firsts, but still you get an all-star in Nick Vucevic, you add him to Zach Levine. Now you have two all-stars on the roster. What does that make the Bulls right now? Come on, Cap. Be happy. <laughs> happy? Jay Will, I'm <sighs> bouncing on my, on my way to my office. Thank this you. This was a phenomenal day for the Chicago Bulls. First of all, you get, you get a two-time all-star, a guy who's 30. He's got plenty of good basketball left. He's what Lowry Markkinen should have been. Mm. A. Mm-hmm. B. You got top four protection on your two number one picks. So if heaven forbid they don't make the playoffs this year and the lottery ball comes up like it did with Derrick Rose and you're like Suggs, Cade Cunningham, one of those guys, he's still ours. This was a spectacular day 
to be a Chicago Bulls fan. Cap, tell me, you know, obviously when people, when I saw it yesterday, I started jumping up and down, right? And it's like, I, I, Same I mean, here. Otto Porter, mm-hmm. Wendell Carter, good guys, just never available, never available to me. I mean, Otto Porter, 54 games since 2019. You have to be on the court to prove something to me. I, I, I thought Vucevic opens up Zach Levine, who we all know his contract is coming up. These are the kind of moves you need to make in order to secure the fact that he wants to stay in Chicago. Well, first of all, and I know he's a Duke guy. This is not a shot. It's not Duke and Duke, Duke program. W- Wendell Carter was a lousy pick the day they made it. He doesn't. When I used to scout in the league, Jay, you know that. Mm-hmm. When you go in and look at a player and you're taking him in the top ten, you go, okay, what does he do that's elite? And I ask that question, and all I keep hearing is, he's a hard worker. <laughs> well, great. You're supposed to be a hard worker. You're a professional athlete. He's an eh rebounder, no rim toughness, can't stay on the court, can't make jump shots. That He's just a very eh player. I know he's young. I know he could develop. But guess what? Game on. We just went out now and added another all-star to Zach Levine. They're going to have almost $25 million in cap space. They're going to have their pick in 22. I'm just telling you, man, it, the people are so excited here that it's about freaking time. With that being said, what are the legitimate expectations for the Bulls this year and next year going forward? Well, I think they should make the playoffs. Bart, I do. I think this is – a good enough team. They upgraded massively in the coaching department. You know, you guys are there. Here, it was becoming a comedy show of what the Chicago Bulls had turned into. We'll just take our seventh pick, and we'll take another seventh pick. The Kobe White pick, I didn't like the day they made it because he's not a point guard. He's, You know what he is? He's Jamal Crawford. He's going to be able to make... A lot of shots on a lot of nights, and other nights his shot's not going to drop, but he'll score a lot of points for you. They need somebody next, and Artura said this yesterday. We're looking at point guard. They have got to upgrade who gets everybody organized. A four-pass guy that he's not worried about his scoring. He's worried about the other four guys getting them in the proper position to put the team in the best spot to win. So I think that's where you're going to see them go this summer, whether that is Lonzo Ball, whether something else comes down the road. But the way Arturis, he moved like a silent assassin. There were no rumors about this. And they've been talking with Orlando, I was told last night, a lot longer than people realize. I'm just telling you, this summer, if it's not Lonzo Ball, he's going to make a big move for a point guard. Because when he got up from his Zoom last night, Arturis looked at the media, and none of us really know this guy. He said, I'm not done. Well, Cap, I'm so with you because uh, I was blown away yesterday. I kept hearing, uh, uh, where's Aaron Gordon going? Where's Evan Fournier going? I've never heard Vucevic's name mentioned once. You thought he was a building I thought he's locked, secure, so the fact to see Arturos pull this off. But let me ask you a question. Who do you want to be the point guard moving forward? Do you want Lonzo Ball, or do you see a more feasible option out there that can blend with the likes of Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic now? Well, see, if they had not gotten lucky in the lottery last year and got all the way up to four, and I love the Patrick Williams pick. I do. I think he's – look, Kawhi Leonard's one of the ten greatest players ever. He's not Kawhi Leonard, but he's that style guy, and I think at 19, to fantasize where he's going to be at age 24, 
Oh, my goodness. He could be an amazing, amazing player. Uh, Lonzo Ball was a guy coming out that had made four, four mid-range jump shots his last year at UCLA for the season. And he's had a much better year this year. Am I paying him $22 million a year, somewhere in that vicinity? This would be his third team in five years. And if a league that is starved for great point guard play, why don't the other two, the Lakers or the Pelicans, want that guy? So that would give me a little bit of pause. They were going to take Tyrese Halliburton. They loved him in the draft. But all of a sudden they wake up, whoa, whoa, we're number four? And so I asked Arturis, he said, when you get up to number four, you have so many options, you're swinging for a home run. Not just, there's a really good 10-year player who's like, a double in the gap. No, I was looking for a grand slam, and I think I hit it in Patrick Williams. So we'll see what options become available. They'll have cap space. They'll uh, have a chance to really, really take this thing to another level that we haven't seen in quite a while. Bart Scott, Alan Hahn, Jay Will, talking with David Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood, ESPN 1000 in Chicago, as the Bulls make a very aggressive move. And we were asking this question, Cap, and I just wanted to get your take on it. So we've seen Chicago teams win, the champi- win championships, obviously the Blackhawks, the Cubs, White Sox, but the Bulls and Bears, it's been a while. So out of these two teams right now, which one would you say is going to win the title first and end the droughts? The Chicago Bulls. It's not even close. Lake Forest, Illinois right now, they have a clown car parked outside the front office. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, man. I mean, you're not, fe- you're not feeling Eddie Dalton as QB one. You're not feeling QB one. You like the picture they posted the other day, Cap? <laughs> QB one, Andy yeah, Dalton. I retweeted that and said, "What was the reason for that tweet?" Like QB one is all it said. Do, do you not understand how much your fan base is revolting? For what? Re- what did that tweet serve? Did it sell tickets? No. Is anyone running out to get an Andy Dalton jersey? No. <laughs> so here's my question: and Bart's a football guy. Here's my question. Bill Lazor was on their staff for the last year. So last spring, when Andy Dalton could be had by anybody and didn't take a rocket scientist to know that he was going to get released, you didn't have to trade and take his contract. You knew he's hitting the streets because they're drafted Joe Burrow. I would assume that a competent front office sat in that conference room and went, Bill, you coached that guy for two years. Should we not trade for Nick Foles? Should we go get that guy and I would assume since they didn't at three million dollars that they bill said to them nah probably not a year later you're giving him 13 million with incentives and think you upgraded <laughs> stop yourself <laughs> well I think Matt Nagy won that one over as well it's a lot of issues there um, as well I don't know where, where they go I don't know they can't be aggressive at 20 to move up for the draft I don't know what the answer is I think they're going to have to push reboot and they're going to have to fire everybody let everybody go and start over fresh Cap I know where they're going to go they're going to go bye bye night night <laughs> that's where they're going to go eventually I don't think I'm not convinced they're going to move on because that's how clueless the, the people above the front office look Matt had a good reputation. Ryan had a good reputation. I don't think they're dumb people. I do think ownership is incompetent, and I think the team president is incompetent of hiring and supporting the right people. David Kaplan joining us here on the show. So the Bears are hoping Andy Dalton can get in the zone. I don't think I don't think uh, Cap agrees. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
So, all right, let, let me expand the question then because we like to throw this stuff out to the callers and whatnot. I want to get your take on it. So if it's, if it's you say Bulls before the Bears, but if we could open it up to other, meaning all Chicago teams, the next one to win a title, who's the closest? White Sox. I told Jay Will this, and he laughed, I think. The Chicago White Sox are going to win a World Series with Tony La Russa as their manager. They're loaded. They're loaded with players. And I know Aloy Jimenez went down, and he's gone for a while. I'll remind you, in 2016, everyone said, oh, boy, the Cubs lost Kyle Schwarber in April. It's over. And he somehow made his way back to the World Series, but that was a great team and won a title. The White Sox are the next to win a title. It's not close. Yeah, they are certainly built that way, no doubt about it. Cap, great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. Congrats, Cap. Let's you go, baby. It. Got... It's our time, Cap. It's our hey, time. Well, you got to we're getting past this pandemic. We're getting vaccinated. We're hanging at the United Center and then going to Chicago Cut. You got it, baby. Send me a Chicago style hot man. dog, man. Four chills. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the. I didn't have the. I didn't think it was the right time to tell him that. Unfortunately, Lonzo Ball will be signing with the Knicks this summer. <laughs> we need a Knicks-Bulls rivalry built back up again oh, because this whole I, thing I, about I these two it. teams being in the lottery every year, I've had it. I would love it. I, it's so much. The league is better when the Knicks and Bulls are good and they hate each other. There's I, nothing better than I that. I knew Cat was going to jab me about the White Sox. I knew it. Yeah. I, yeah. it. I hear it from my father-in-law every day, diehard White Sox fan. Every day about how they're going to win the World it's, Series. But again, Chicago, with the White Sox winning the World Series in Chicago, they're all Cubs fans, right? Isn't it kind of like, and yeah. I hate to do it, but it's like Nets, Knicks in New York. It's like yeah. everyone's more a Knicks fan. And right. Jerry Reinsdorf is the owner of the White Sox and the Bulls. Yeah, that's true. There. Yeah, no, that, that is true, too. And, and again, it's, it's all about building the team from the ground up, and you have to do it the right way. They certainly have been doing it. Let's ask the callers. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I want to hear from Chicago. I want to hear Chicago. I want to hear the accent. I want to hear it all. Chicago. I want to hear from you. Bulls, Bears, or maybe other. Who is your next champion and why? Those are the calls that we want to get to because we want to have fun with our callers. That's what we like to do. You guys ready for a little A to Z? Ooh. You want to do I a little A to it, Z? Yes. Or did you want to first, before we do A to Z, did you want to first, it was something that Cap said about uh, Kawhi Leonard. that you, you He right just said top, like, well, because well, I what? was ready to get in. He said top 10 greatest ever. 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 I ever, was like, ever? I was like, ever, ever, ever? We're, we're putting Kawhi into the greatest ever top Apparently. 10? Apparently. Top 10? Like, let's. I, he might let's have just said press, it fast. Yeah. And then, you well, know, didn't I mean, really well that's what happens it. in our world, right? Mm-hmm. Twitter fingers, saying things fast. Doesn't mean you can't be called out for it. Yeah, but top 10. Top 10, not so much. Like, especially the last year or so. Kawhi's kind of gone from here. To no, like go, he, ball, he balled out in the playoffs last year. It wasn't his fault that pandemic peak couldn't uh, He actually didn't really I, ball out yeah, in the no. playoffs last year. No, Kawhi looked a no. little disinterested too. And the more the Clippers become sort of that team that they're good but not great, the more you wonder, like, that Raptors championship was some him, but a lot of Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet and some of the toughness that they built around and I'm not him. sure Rajon Rondo is a guy that gets him over the hump Man, in the we Western got, Conference. We do have more to pick off that bone, right? Like you got So it. much more. I mean, Rondo in that locker room could either be helpful or could oh, be toxic. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Talks it. <laughs> him yelling at Kawhi and Kawhi just walking away, not saying no, a word. Kawhi palming it. Well, they both got big hands. They, they both got each massive other, hands. Past each other's face. Palm his face. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <laughs> Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. Let's go. From A to Z. I have to go to the bathroom. 
you're gonna have your stomach gonna sweat. How do I do it's it? It's like, fast, dude. Like All right, let's do this. He, he, he struggled with that. Because <laughs> he moved the bathroom he moved so bad right now. You're all faking it until you I'm make thinking, it. like, how am I going to – I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm waiting until you get up when you do the <laughs> – You grab the lower part of your back. Push your the, hip Yeah, up. right here. Out. <laughs> oh, man. Nikki, he's feeling the pain right now. He uh, definitely is. She's enjoying every you're second gonna, of You're going to have to sit down, man, because there's no way you can trust your aim standing up when oh, you boy. can't even see it. I yep. can't, I, yeah, that's another – That's the problem. It's all filled. Zach Wilson's Pro Day today in Provo, Utah. Everyone's excited, right? Right? Mel, I know Mel is. Probably Mel Kiper yeah, is Mel Kiper. not. Pro Day, what? But Matt, <laughs> Never go to a Pro Day again. Matt Miller will have him on later in the show. Todd well. McShay, Mel Kiper Jr. all have the Jets selecting Wilson with the second overall pick. Again, Miller will join us live from Provo. Exciting. At Pro Day in the 9 o'clock hour. Take a listen to Chris Mortensen, our ESPN NFL insider on SportsCenter special talking about the Jets' quarterback situation. I've always framed it, and this goes back for more than a month, that this is Zach Wilson's job to lose, even though he hasn't been drafted by the Jets yet. In his pro day workout, his job uh, March 26th, I think job. conceal the deal or open up this trade possibility here uh, at number two for the Jets. Zach Wilson is somebody that Joe Douglas, the general manager, really loves on tape. On tape. It's his job to lose. It's not even his job, but it's his job to lose. What does that say? Bart, Scott, I got to get your take on this. What does this say about Sam Darnold's future if they love him on tape, they're going to watch him in the pro day, and pretty much if he doesn't suck at pro day, they probably are going this direction. Listen, how can you not suck at a pro day? How can I mean, you? It's like Everything's you, you, designed for yeah, you. Yeah, you, you've been practicing the moves and the anticipation of the pass rush for like the last two months. Listen, I don't listen. I think Joe Douglas is putting a lot of disinformation out there, keeping people on their toes. I wouldn't be okay. surprised if he moves down. Like I said, he's been around Ozzy too long. He understands the value of number two. He understands the asset that he has in Sam Darnold. He knows that he hasn't had a fair chance, and I think he's going to give him that opportunity, man. Come on, man, Zach Wilson. Come on, nah, it's like I'm a game of chess, man. It's like exactly. me sacrificing a pawn or like a bishop putting it out there, and you looking at it and be like. You know I can just take that piece, but that sets you up yep. for two, three moves down the line, exactly. right? So if it is disinformation, hey, let me create the illusion that I love Zach Wilson. Love him all, all over Zach Wilson. So you know what? So for somebody who wants Zach Wilson just much, give me a lot more. Yeah. Give me a lot more because I love him. It, it's like, it was until like, I don't love him. It was like, yeah. I fleece you for about five It was like Algeria, yeah. right? Is exactly. what he was trying to do. Bank you fall for the banana and the tailpipe. Somebody's going to be dumb enough and desperate enough to give up their future picks to move up that many spots, and, and, and they're going to benefit from it. They have two first-round draft picks. They can get three for next year. I mean, I think that's the real move. KJZ, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott with Jay Will. We're going A to Z. This is a great story. So Patrick Mahomes partnering with the HBCU Legacy Bowl. So through his, uh, through his 15 and the Mahomes Foundation, he's partnering with the HBCU Legacy Bowl, which will begin play next year in New Orleans. The game is a postseason all-star for draft-eligible prospects from the historically black colleges and universities. The game will take place on the Saturday after the Super Bowl next February at Yeoman Stadium at Tulane University. NFL Network's going to air the game as well. How significant is this, guys? It's huge. I mean, it's huge. It's going to give exposure to, to 
uh, a group of kids that don't get a lot of opportunity. They're not invited to the Senior Bowl, the Reese Cups Bowl. They're not invited to those games. So this is going to give them an opportunity to display their talent. And it's all going to bring, also going to bring a lot of corporate dollars to try and pump money back into their school system to give them the adequate um, equipment that they need. We see that um, Dion's down at Jackson State trying to do his part and bring a recognition to those schools and say, hey, they, we, we have good players down here that can play in the league and shining the light on some talent, right? You know, they, they're sometimes you know, they're hitting and they don't get the opportunity to display that talent on a, on a large stage. This gives them the opportunity. Hats off to Patrick Mahomes for what he's doing. Yeah, big shout out to him. You know, it's interesting. My wife is Lebanese and Italian. I'm obviously African-American, and we talk to our daughter all the time about the fact that, you know, you are a blend, you are both. But the way society labels her is, oh, you're African-American, right? right. So, it, But I love when I see people who come from both backgrounds then also be able to say, you know what, though? I'm also good. I understand what it is, and I want right, to do yeah. more to people in that community to help and uplift them and to see Patrick – to see him do that, right. like I, I just love that. I, I think that speaks volumes about his character. Yeah, people will say, well, you didn't go to, you know, an HBCU. You didn't go to that. Like, yeah, like you can't Paul, relate. Like Chris you can't Paul relate is championing like it, that. wearing hoodies and stuff, yeah. trying to bring awareness that, well, you, you went to Wake Forest. What, you didn't go to one? Well, again, the whole point is, I believe, from what I've read, yeah. it's, it's bring more uh, attention, bring more prestige to these schools, yeah. bring more money into these schools so that maybe more and more athletes say, I'm going to go there instead of to one of the Blue Bloods, to one of the bigger schools. That's the well, idea. Of well, it. Like, like you said, Shiloh, I believe, is Dion's son who's playing quarterback for him. He yep. was a top prospect that could have went and played at a big university, but he went there. You know, So to show that – I mean, just think, Walter Payton came from there. right? You think about Terrell Owens. You think about Doug Williams. There's been a lot of great talent that has contributed and made this league a lot better that, that came from – HBCUs. No doubt about it. Earl of Pearl Monroe. Yes. Another name to point out as well. So talent can come out of there and they more talent can certainly go there. So it's good uh, to see that they will get their time to shine. Jerry Let's grab Rice. a call here on the topic of Chicago teams, especially the Bears and the Bulls. The Bears making moves. People are kind of like, uh. <laughs> but the Bulls made a move yesterday that's got a lot of people excited. So the next team to win a championship in Chicago, let's go to Lewis in Chicago. Lewis? Good morning, gentlemen. Good Love morning. the show. I'm a huge fan of all of you guys. Um, obviously, I would like to answer the question, but also I would like to also clarify something and change the question a little bit because us in Chicago, we do understand and we feel like the Chicago White Sox will win the World Series, and that is the next Chicago team that will win. But that won't solidify this city. It's divided. We got two baseball teams. Mm-hmm. What will, what next sports? team in Chicago will win that will solidify this city if it wasn't because my Ryan Pace and Ted Phillips that are stinking up the place it would be the Chicago Bulls Chicago Bulls if Chicago Bulls win in this city this city is on fire White Sox are not gonna uh yeah I, this, that, that's set this city on. I totally get it Lewis that's how I feel like you know if the Nets win the championship it's not like New York's gonna be all celebratory because there's no the need Knicks, for that. There's no need for that. But I'm just right, pointing right. it out. You don't have to do the that slander. to make your points. The you don't have to make the your slander. points. All, it's a Cubs town, so they'll be happy about the White Sox. But it's like, yeah, it's the Cubs, though, will, he's saying, solidify. So when you want to unify a city, it'd be the Bulls, the, the Bears. Chicago, even when we were struggling. I mean, you still go watch games. Yeah. It, they were so, it was sold Great out. Great fan base. Struggling teams. Yeah. Fans are still sold out, cheering yeah. out of their minds. The fandom there is insane. Right. I love it. Chicago's yeah. my favorite city, man, in the summertime. Summertime. Yeah, that hawk out in the winter. <laughs> when you have you got to walk, you got to breathe out your mouth. <laughs> we'll talk about, from the trade deadline, the losers. That's coming up next. Keyshawn, Jay Will Zubin, Barton Hahn with Jay Will, ESPN Radio. 
Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.